Hello, and welcome to Radio KBPV, a podcast for tales of the Kootenai Brown Pioneer Village. This is the Talking Tombstones edition, recorded at the Fort McLeod Holy Cross Cemetery, August 24, 2019. The biography of William F. Parker will be read by Farley Wuth, historian and curator at Kootenai Brown Pioneer Village. Okay, stick it in your face then. Yeah. Wait for everybody to gather together here. So hello everybody, my name is William F. Parker and I was one of the Northwest Mounted Police constables who joined up in 1873 and 1874. I arrived here in Fort McLeod the fall, in 1874, serving here for five years. The rate of pay was 75 cents a day, which was not the best in the world. So with, uh, when the Mounties often retired, most sought financially lucrative careers after that. Following my service with the force, I served as the Indian agent with the Pecani First Nation, being stationed at Brockett, which was nine miles west of Pincher Creek. This too was a Dominion government appointment, and I worked extensively with the First Nations peoples. Handling treaty money and administrating government policies were my primary duties. Like many of the uh, retired Mounties, I realized that the uh, Western country out here was good for grazing and had uh, many uh, mild winters blessed with the Chinooks. These were ideals for stock raising. With much enthusiasm, I became one of the earliest ranchers on the southwest corner of the Canadian prairies. I purchased a herd of cattle from John Healy, uh, who had big connections with Fort Wupa and his trading post predated the Northwest Mounted Police days. Such were the days on the Canadian frontier. Everybody knew everyone. Healy's brand was the number two. I also served as the captain of the very first cattle roundup in the new and expanding cattle industry. Unfortunately, this roundup was fraught with problems. 16 aspiring but yet to be proven cowboys were my helpers. They're, uh, they're away with horses, and one monthly covered uh, wagon were haphazard at best. The crew, uh, crew rounded up 600 uh, cattle, and, uh, which was quite dis- disconcerting because that was only a portion of the cattle that were sent out uh, several months earlier for grazing. Over 100 of them had been purchased from the Monsell brothers, but only 59 of these remained. Some of the crew blamed the bad weather for the losses. Other feared the notorious rustlers. In 1888, I married Kate Horan. Six years earlier, she had come west to visit her her brother Dan Horan, who was the first shoemaker for the Northwest Mounted Police. My wife's trip onto the Canadian prairies was difficult yet memorable. She left Prescott, Ontario, traveling by train for nine long days to Bismarck, North Dakota. They riverboated upstream to Fort Benton, a rough journey of 17 days. The steamboat was fueled by wood, uh, which they picked up along the route. Twice, they had, the boat had to stop with a, uh, when massive herds of buffalo forded the rivers. This was a regular occurrence on such frontier trips. The 11-day trip north from Fort Benton was via horses and covered wagons. My wife and her friends faced all types of weather, everything from rain and snow 
the sunshine and cold temperature. At Alkali Lake, the horses and wagons became stuck for two days. We arrived on March, May 21st, 1882 at the back doors of I.G. Baker's all-purpose general store in Fort McLeod. And so that is the Parker history. <laughs>